What's up, everyone, and welcome back. Welcome to episode number four. Tonight, we are supposed to be talking about parenting with ADHD, but being the past couple weeks has been really tough with me. I've been dealing with a lot of depression and anxiety. I'm just going to go ahead and talk about that. We're going to talk about depression linked with ADHD and just how that works and how I feel about it. Before we get started, I always like to thank everybody who's listening, subscribing, supporting the channel, downloading. I just, I appreciate you more than you'll ever know, and and thank you. Keep on listening, and if there's anything I could do to help, any questions I could answer, or any ways I could get better, hit me down in the email below. I'm always open. I've also had some people ask me if I'm going to do live streaming on Rumble. That way we could have more people together to talk about things. So that's something else that I'm looking into. I got a couple friends that do it a lot and are really big into it. And I'm, I'm really thinking that we might be able to start something like that and be able to have more of a conversation with groups of people instead of just me talking into a microphone by myself. So as I was kind of saying in the beginning, the past couple weeks has just been hard. I had a my dog, Great Dane Jacks, of 10 years die, and ever since then, it's just been very short-tempered with the kids, with the wife, just with everything. Work's been hard, and, and it's probably just not that. I mean, having three kids and a newborn, I have a newborn, two-year-old, and a four-year-old, so, you know, it's just a whole different pace of life, and I think getting used to that has just been really hard, and with work, and the dog passing it just made it a lot a lot worse so that's what i want to talk about tonight depression linked with adhd let's get right into it so with having adhd i don't want to say it's a superpower or even a power it's just heightened senses that let you notice everything around you like tiny like a little tiny sound or a tiny movement off in the distance it's like almost being a detective in the way you're just always on the lookout but sometimes those heightened senses can get a bit overwhelming. You just start feeling like you're juggling a million things at once, and it's hard to stay focused on just one of those things. And if you're wondering, that's exactly what ADHD is like, where your brain is always jumping from one thing to another. But this consistent juggling and jumping can sometimes lead to feeling down. It's like you're trying to keep up and it just wears you down constantly. And that, ex and that exhaustion could sometimes lead to depression and making you feel sad and, and really unmotivated. And everybody with ADHD doesn't have the same symptoms. Yes, I have some enlightened senses and stuff like that, but my downfall is overthinking. And having anxiety with that, you're just... Most of your overthinking is bad thoughts and bad scenarios. And that never really works out for the better. And sometimes it's really hard to juggle all those things at once. The heightened senses, the anxiety, the depression that you know is coming because of it. So let's jump into depression. If you don't know what depression is, it's like a, it's like a cloud that hangs over you, making everything gray and heavy. It could take all your energy, it could 
take your joy and even make the simplest tasks feel like you have to climb a mountain to get them done. And just like ADHD, depression's hard to explain to people who don't deal with it. I mean, how, how do you explain that you just can't do anything that day, that you just can't get out of the house? How do, how do you explain that to somebody who, who doesn't already deal with the same things that you do? Because you can't. You can't explain that no matter how hard you try Someone might somewhat understand, but they'll never have that feeling. That feeling of dread, guilt, sorrow, unwantedness, just all at the same time. Just making you feel like you literally can't do anything. But where things get interesting is ADHD and depression can come together. And, and it's not planned to be that way, but with the same traits that they share, then it, it can't not happen to go hand in hand. And that's where things get tricky because the constant swirling thoughts and the difficulty focusing that come with ADHD can be a recipe for feeling down. You're struggling to meet expectations. You feel very misunderstood and you're constantly comparing yourself to others. And that can be emotionally draining. Not, And I'm not going to say it can be. It is 100% emotionally draining when that's all you think about constantly. And you can't stop it. You, st- you, you almost start believing that you're not capable. Or that you're broken. That you're so different. You can't, you can't handle life. And as we just talked about, ADHD and depression can feed off of each other. The challenges posed by ADHD might trigger feelings, which can spiral you into a depression. And on the flip side, depression can make it even harder to focus and manage your ADHD. So with these two things coming together, you could see how it's it's really hard to distinguish one from the other and how it's really hard to control them both at the same time. And I can just tell you from experience that when both of these things come together and you're dealing with them, it's it's very unbearable. You just, I, I, I don't know, again, it's hard to explain. You feel like you're just at the bottom of a mountain in the deepest hole possible and nobody cares and you're just so unwanted and so uh, and you might not even be alone but you just feel so alone you feel so different like you just can't handle things the way other people do and and again that just you're just thinking bad about yourself and and it's again it's really really hard to to switch your mindset on that and that's Kind of how I've been feeling for the past couple of weeks. I skipped my podcast last week because I just wasn't feeling it. I didn't feel the motivation to get in here and talk about it. And, you know, and I really didn't even want to do it this week. But I knew I just, I needed to get out here. I needed to set it up, speak in the mic, 
And as soon as I let it out, I would feel better about it. And sometimes this depression ADHD combo could could go on for weeks or months or hopefully not years, but I, I'm sure it can. And the what helps me is just understanding that I'm not alone. Understanding that I'm not defined by my ADHD or my depression or my anxiety. It's just a part of my story. It's not a part of me. I always got to remind myself that I am not my thoughts. The thoughts that I constantly have are not me. That's just the, the voice inside my head going at it. And those thoughts don't define who I am as a person. And the other thing that really helps me is just talking about it. Getting it out there. That's the whole reason I started this podcast. Um, You know, I did some counseling therapy for months and I noticed that it helped when I talked about it. So I had the idea, well, I'm just going to start a podcast and I'm going to talk about it and hopefully people will relate with me and they'll, they'll see it in a different light that there's other people that deal with the same things you do. And we're all in the same struggle together. And we all need to be there to help each other. So I went ahead and I found 10 things that I believe that could help you, me, anybody suffering with ADHD and depression. I'm going to go through this list of 10 things. I'm not going to really dive too deep into each one. They're pretty self-explanatory. And I'll, I'll just give a little explanation on each one. And give you a little insight on how it's helped me or how I'm working on it so it helps me. And as I said before, number one is seek professional help. Reach out to somebody. It doesn't have to be a therapist. It doesn't have to be a psychologist or anything like that if you don't feel comfortable with it. But at least find somebody to talk to about it. Even if, even if like I said, that I'm doing this podcast to get it off my chest and talk about it. You could literally just talk into your phone recorder each day if you wanted to, and that will just help you relieve what you've built up through the day. Literally just talking about it and getting it out there, you will n- you would not realize how much stress it relieves. Number 2, education and awareness. Learn what you can about what you suffer from. If you have ADHD, depression, anxiety, do some research. Read up on it. You have a smartphone. I call it a space phone because you could do whatever you want with it. And that's what it's there for, to look up information. And the more you know about what you suffer with, I'm, I guarantee you it will help you. It will help you by just understanding. You will see that you start to notice the things that you've read about and you'll catch yourself doing it, which helps you stop doing it, which helps you catch yourself to realize, okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this wrong. What, what I'm doing here isn't helping me. So I need to switch it up or it's going to keep not helping me. So the next one I wrote down and I'm not really going to consider it number three, but that's medication and therapy. And The reason I'm not going to consider this one is because a lot of people don't like therapy per se or even taking medication. I know I was 
very stubborn about taking medication for a long time because of me being prescribed Adderall as a kid. I didn't want that to happen to me again. I didn't want my brain to go through any sort of process from hard brain stimulants to keep me focused. But it it is a way to get help and it is a way to get short-term help where you could sometimes I'll take it for 6-8 months at a time and it'll kind of help me reset. It'll help me reset my head, get me back in focus. And that way I could I can move on. I, I'm not stuck in that hole and stuck in that deep thought process where it's just nonstop daily bad thoughts and digging a hole to nowhere. So this one I think plays a really big part for depression and anxiety and that's living a healthy lifestyle. Regular exercise. This is one I, I struggle with a little bit. I go through spurts of heavy exercise for months at a time and running and then I'll kind of fade off or winter comes and I don't like running when it's freezing cold outside. So, But I do believe at every point in time when you are in that workout mode, it keeps you so focused on something else and that really, really keeps your mind off of bad things and your depression and Obviously, as you work out, you see progress in yourself. And if you're a bigger person or I'm a bigger person, so um, I've always been a bigger kid and I mean, I've always struggled with weight. So to me, when I work out and I see results, it's it's the biggest progress to me. It's I I, I absolutely love it and I need to do it more because it really does help you. The next one is routine and structure. Try to create a consistent daily routine. What that does is is it just helps you manage your time better and reduce your stress. If you set a time for a task or an exercise or a relaxation, it's it's not a guessing game. If you say, look, I'm going to go outside, I'm going to do this for a couple hours, and I'm going to come in, I'm going to rest for a little bit, clear my head... And then maybe I might go out, I might hang out with some people, I might go do this or do that. By setting that time up and that structure in the morning, it it just takes the guesswork out for you. And and yeah, those plans could always change and you might want to be spontaneous and say, F that, I'm going to fish or I'm going to do this instead. And And that is totally fine. But when you have a daily routine of, I'm going to wake up, I'm going to make my bed, I'm going to brush my teeth and that kind of routine it just sets you up for the day and it and it makes things easier for you. The next one is kind of a two-parter and the first part is try to break your tasks down into smaller steps. With ADHD and depression, some tasks can feel crazy overwhelming. And when you break them down into smaller steps and you achieve each step, it, whether it be the tiniest goal of, let's say you're just, you're building something and you got to put three screws in for a shelf. And, you know, after that, you have another little goal and another little goal and another little goal. Once you start reaching each one of those, and I, and I say goal, but I, I hate setting goals for myself. I, you know, I go, I don't know if, 
you've ever seen the movie Dodgeball, and he, I, I think he says something like, you know, I don't set goals for myself because if I don't reach those goals, I'm never disappointed in myself. And I know you have to set goals to obviously get somewhere per se, but if you just stay the course and what you believe in, then you will eventually get there. So by breaking those tasks down into smaller portions, it, it just helps you get through it and it doesn't feel so overwhelming to you. The second part of that is try to limit your multitasking. With ADHD, you want to multitask. You want to do 10, 20 things at one time. And and a lot of times you could manage it. It's not that bad. I'm, I'm a pretty good multitasker. But it can also lead to feeling very overwhelmed and give you a lot of anxiety. Lately, I've just been trying to focus on one thing at a time from start to finish instead of moving from one thing to another to the other and then feeling overwhelmed because I have too many things going at one time. So the last two I saved for last because they were what I thought were the were the better ones to bring up. And these are two things that I am currently working on and, and trying really hard at because it is, a, it is a big step in moving forward and in being able to push through your depression and your anxiety and your ADHD and stuff like that. And the first one is mindfulness and meditation. Practicing meditation can help you stay present. And, that's, and that is a big, a big downfall to most people. And I suffer from that a lot. It's really hard for me to be present, especially when you own your own company. You're just constantly thinking about business and things you have to get done and things that need to be ready for the next job. So it, it's really hard to stay present. Plus, with meditation, it's, it, it helps you manage racing thoughts reduce your stress and and it could be very helpful for managing ADHD, depression and anxiety all at the same time. If you could get yourself to meditate for just 10 minutes a day. And I know I say it, but again, for me it's very hard. I have super racy thoughts every time I try to meditate and I've watched a couple videos and people just say you just got to Focus in, out, in, out on your breathing. Tell yourself that even when other thoughts come up, you just keep saying in, out as you breathe. In, out. And I've noticed it helps. It helps to just stay focused on that and eventually your mind will just start to wander and everything will just go blank. And it's really the craziest thing how you could just clear your entire head and be present in that moment of time. And the last one I got, which I am horrible at, is practice self-compassion. Be kind to yourself. Don't blame yourself for your challenges. Accept that you have ADHD and depression and it takes time and effort. If you talk to yourself and you say, God, I'm a fucking asshole. I'm an idiot. I'm stupid for doing that. Da 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 da. I mean, do do you? I mean, obviously, yeah, we have friends that we talk to that way in a joking sense. But if your friend did something dumb and you said, "Dude, you're a fucking idiot. You're you're stupid." Da 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 da. 
I guarantee you after a certain amount of time, those people aren't going to hang out with you anymore. So imagine what yourself thinks when you're constantly telling yourself that. What I've heard from a lot of people is you need to be your best friend. If you can't hype yourself up, then you can't hype other people. So give compassion to yourself. If you feel like you've done a good job on something, tell yourself you did a good job. Doesn't matter. No one else has to fucking know. Just tell yourself, yes, I killed that. It looks awesome. I'm happy. I'm stoked. I finished it. It's good to go. When you slowly start to do that, and again, I'm not good at this. I try to practice as much as I can. I'm very, very hard on myself. But when I do it, I notice that the day just goes so much easier. So much less stress, and I tend to care less about the crazy details of things. I hope in this episode you all were able to take away some information and some knowledge to help you learn about ADHD with depression and and how it can affect you and and the different processes throughout it with also some ways to help you manage it and And get past it and get over it. I know that's what we're all here to do. We're all here to try and move on. Get out of that hole. Whether it's climbing, digging, however you have to do it. That's what we're all here to do. So I really hope with this one, y'all were able to learn some things. Before I sign off, I just want to say thank everybody for listening, downloading, supporting. To those people who have subscribed and help me fund this channel and keep it moving and keep it going i can't thank y'all enough y'all still be getting stuff and no matter what happens i'll always be here to talk to y'all if you have any comments or questions please email me at unpluggedcomments at gmail.com i will guarantee you answer you back within five minutes and if it's something you want to talk about let's talk about it if anybody else wants to get on here and speak their words Let's Zoom meeting it up and we'll get on here and we'll both talk about what we have to. Next week, I think I'm going to go straight into anxiety linked with ADHD. Since we did the depression this week, we might as well jump in right to the anxiety since it just goes hand in hand with each other. And I'm going to kind of do that one the same way, give you some knowledge and info and then ways to manage it and, and try to help you get through it. So again... Thank y'all. Can't thank you enough for listening. Stay safe out there. Peace. One love.